I was coaching somebody on objections the other day because a lot of my clients have a lot of struggles around coaching on objections. And so a long time ago, I developed this idea or this idea came to me that there really are only three reasons that somebody would object to your irresistible offer. So assuming that you do have an irresistible offer and you know we can certainly work on that in another podcast but assuming that there really are only three reasons that they would object and so it can seem like more you know money time they are not ready or whatever and what you're believing and what they're believing might be a little bit different and sometimes you may jump in the pool but there basically are three different objections and so you can easily prepare uh, an approach for every objection now i am not the type of person that re- um recommends writing a a script or designing a script but i think just thinking about how it might play out in each particular type of situation will help you and so that you you don't need a script because you're really at the end of the day you're just coaching them on their thoughts when you coach on an objection you're just coaching them on their thoughts and so these three different types of objections are really just three different types of thoughts so if you imagine that you were you had an irresistible offer and that irresistible offer is something like hey give me a thousand dollars and i will give you the opportunity to earn a million dollars, right? That's a pretty irresistible offer. But if you think about what are the three reasons that anybody might object to that irresistible offer? Well, the first one that I come up with is that it is literally impossible for them. Now, I'm not talking about they can't afford it, right? Because that is subject to... Um, the circumstances subject to how they think about the circumstances on all of this. So I'm talking literally impossible, meaning there is, they have no credit, they have no money, they have nobody they can get the money from, that it's literally impossible, literally. Or it goes against their core values. So maybe it's like, yeah, kill this person and I'll give you a million dollars. It goes against their core values. So that is not that common where it is literally impossible because it would have to be, you know, against all odds. Like they couldn't get the money any other, you know, there is no way, right? And that can be pretty hard to eliminate all of those possibilities. So I don't spend really any time on that one because those really are not your clients but um you know make sure you distinguish between literally impossible and they think it's impossible so that that distinction aside those are just not your clients okay the second one is they don't believe in you or the offer which really are just really one in the same because you are your offer. And then the third one is they don't believe in themselves enough to capitalize on the offer. 
So they don't believe they'll do it. They don't believe they can, any of those, right? So the second two, you can definitely coach them on because you can identify where, when you're painting the vision, when you're describing your offer, when you're describing the benefits and the results that they'll get, you can, you can definitely improve that. And especially if you are in the habit of recording your consults, if you are able to record your consults, which in some, I guess your geographical locations, that's not really, um, practical, but if you can, this is a nice way to go back and review those consults, evaluate them, but you can still evaluate them even if you don't record them. It's just, you're going to have to go off of memory. So if you approach each and every objection as one of these different things, then you can craft an approach for each one. You don't have to design a script. Just think about how you might coach on that particular type of objection. So in other words, think about how you might coach on that type of thought error. So in the first one, um, like I said, literally impossible goes against their core values that you just separate circumstances from thoughts. You help them see the facts, right? Because if it is a fact that it's literally impossible, if it's a fact that it goes against their core values, those are the ones that are not your clients. But if it's not a fact, then that is something that you can coach on. And really that's part of number three. They don't believe in themselves, right? Because if it's literally impossible or they think it goes against their core values, it's about some disconnect with the possibility or their core values that is preventing that that's creating the limitation. Okay. So once you decide whether it's a fact or thought, you can coach them on their thoughts and then just, you know, let the facts go. Right, but help them see the difference. Ask them questions that help them explore their beliefs and help them see that it's optional. Now, in the second one, they don't believe in you or the offer. You can ask them questions that get to the root cause of their disbelief. What don't they believe in? What are they doubting? What part of the vision that you painted did they not believe? Is there doubt? Is there skepticism? Is there disbelief, insecurity, mistrust? What's coming up for them and what's the thought that they're believing that makes them feel that way, right? Because their action of offering an objection is in response to a feeling, which is in response to a thought. So you want to identify the thought because then you can coach on the thought. You can help them see that and then you can help them question them. And in the third one, ask them questions to get to the root cause of the distrust for themselves. What don't they believe they'll do? In what ways do they not trust themselves to do it? What are their alternatives? What would make them feel more trusting, more reliable, right? What are they believing? What are the lies they're believing about themselves? Who did they see that they are, right? Are they making how they, you know, the actions from their past mean that's just who they are. In other words, if they haven't shown up for themselves in the past, if they haven't invested in themselves in the past, if they haven't followed through on a course that they took or coaching that they got, why is that, right? That's an action. It doesn't make them who they are. So, a lot of the same types of questions can cross over between disbelief or distrusting you and disbelief or distrust in themselves because you're really identifying the the feeling. So the, if the feeling is disbelief or distrust, then they may be similar thoughts, whether it's a 
about you as the circumstance or whether it's about them as the circumstance. So it's just a belief about a different circumstance, but you can coach on the same belief. And then there are actions that you can take and thoughts that you can offer them and questions that you can ask about that disbelief or that distrust that help them get to a a different thought or a latter thought. Um, Because disbelief or distrust in you could just be a projection of what they believe about themselves. But most often, the objection will be coming from what they believe about themselves and who they think they are. Um, Maybe they think they're a person who's not worth investing in because maybe they feel like they've wasted that investment in the past. Um, But it's, it's, uh, if it's not disbelief or distrust in themselves, it's mostly, most likely because they don't feel or see the results you were painting the vision for very clearly or very intensely. And so you can ask questions to get a better insight into what part of the vision that you laid out for them, they didn't pick up along the way as you were painting the vision from the before uh, to the after. So when you see what they're believing that produces the action of not hiring you, of objecting, of not making a decision, it'll be much easier to coach them on that limiting belief. And it's not necessary not necessarily limiting them from getting help. It's just limiting their clarity to see what is the best decision for them. So if you have clients that have a lot of indecision around hiring you, this can help you get more clarity around which parts of your consult you need to work on more. Which areas of your consult do you need to believe in more? Um, Which areas of your consult can you make more meaningful, more compelling, more intensely, um, uh, you know, paint the vision more intensely that uh, make the vision more clear for them to be able to see and not only to be able to see, but to feel. And so sometimes you can ask them questions about, you know, well, how, how does that make you feel? Or, you know, you can test like how they, um, felt about that vision that you were painting by asking them, you know, what do you think about that? How does that feel to you? Or, you know, trying to see how that impact, you know, how they feel that in their body, because if they feel it in their body, then they have some belief about it. And you can then uncover that belief and you can coach them on that belief. So you're simply trying to help them get clear on the best decision for them in coaching them on their objections. You're not trying to convince them to hire you. You're trying to help them get clear on what's the best decision for them. So once you've done that, then your work on the consult is complete and you can move into closing the call with clarity and decision on that their part because when you help them get to that clear decision for them and regardless of what that is whether that's to hire you whether that's not to hire you then they build confidence in themselves in their ability to make a decision in their ability to trust themselves to make a good decision for themselves. And you're helping them do that, which they will then attribute value to 
and connect that value to you. So they may come back later because you've offered that value, because you've been so um, skillful and masterful at getting, helping them get to that point of clarity that may help them see that you truly are the best coach for them, even if they don't see that on the call that they're on currently. They may come back to you in three months, six months, three years, who knows, right? But this helps you be more clear and be more purposeful and be more intentional in the calls. And it also helps you feel more comfortable about coaching on objections. Because when you believe, you you probably already believe you're a good coach. And if you're a good coach, then you can be good at coaching on objections because there is really no difference. You're just offering them clarity. You're helping them see their thoughts, helping them see their limitations, and then get clear on what's the best decision for them. Because as coaches, we don't know what's best for our clients. And there's no difference between that and coaching on a consult. We don't know what's best for our clients. And the decision that's best for them is the decision that's best for us. So when you believe that and when you step into that um, just approach or that feeling of being helpful and being purposeful and not being attached to the outcome, but still showing up in love and service and in clarity about your role, then you can help them be more clear about their decision. So that's why I love to think about objections in this way, just these three different types of of objections. So if you go back to my original example, you know, if you give me a thousand dollars, I will give you the opportunity to make a million dollars. That's a pretty irresistible offer. And so the only reason that they're not going to show up for that is that there is no possible way in the world which is not likely that they can get a thousand dollars. The other reason is that they don't believe that you will help them get a million dollars, or they don't believe that even if you help them, they won't be able to do that themselves. So if you think about it in these terms, like your offer, your irresistible offer is the equivalent of them having the opportunity to make a million dollars and your price is, you know, the equivalent of the thousand dollars for that million, right? The only reason that somebody wouldn't sign up for that, the only reason that somebody would not give you a thousand dollars and be happy to give you a thousand dollars for that is one of those three reasons. So just approach every consult from that perspective, right? Because your value is way more than you think it is. Trust me on that. And we can do a whole nother podcast on that. But your value that you're offering them, the results you're offering them are way worth way more than what you're charging for them. I guarantee that. I don't even have to see your offer. I don't have to see your results. I just know that from experience, your offer, your price is way more um, less than the value that you're offering. And so 
just think about, you know, is it that they're not believing in the offer? They're not believing that you'll give them what you say you will? Because that's something that you can change, right? Because you can explain it differently. You can uh, believe in it more, right? Or do they not believe in themselves? Because no matter what it is, you are capable of coaching them on that. 